This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Come here. Welcome to the famous Foxes Aftermath Show, live every Sunday on Leicester Fan TV. Come on, you Foxes. Good morning, Foxes. How the devil are you? How's your day been so far? How's your weekend been so far? Well, the road to Wembley has started. You know what day it is? It's Sunday. It's 10am. It's time for the famous Foxes Aftermath Show, run by the fans, for the fans. Your opinion matters. So get them comments in. Let's get going. It's kickoff time. Come on, you Foxes. The Leicester City Machine is on the march again. Leicester Fan TV presents... A variety of content, like fine discussions, match analysis, and engaging with Leicester fans worldwide. We want your views live. Thanks to our sponsors, Everott, Follow Blinds, Pocker Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Nubian Co., and the Fox's Arms and Rainbows. We are live in 10... Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Morning, all foxes and foxettes. How, how the devil are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're good. Well, like I say, the road to Wembley has started. A 3-2 victory against Millwall. Another same scoreline as what it was a couple of weeks ago when I was there. What do you think? Get your comments in. Did we play well? What was the team? How were you happy with the team? Did you think it was the right selection at the beginning? Because I'm not 100% sure it was the right selection, but it worked out for the best in the end. Uh, morning, Dawn. How are you? I hope you're well. Callum, I hope you're good. Craig, how are you, pal? Hope you're well. Glad you're watching. Glad you're up Sunday morning. We've got the normal reprobates coming on in a minute. Morning, Cole, from out there in sunny Cyprus. It's not quite... It's sunny here, but a bit cool here. Ian Supervox. Morning. How the devil are you? Uh, good morning. Good morning. A good away win in the FA Cup yesterday. Now the M69 Derby next Saturday. Coventry. Hope to keep our winning run going for 2024. Yes. 11, win, 11 undefeated in 11 now. Morning, Matthew. How are you? Morning, Nick. Yes, seven changes. We'll come on to that in a minute. Uh, Mark Harrison. Morning, mate. How are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're good. Um, result with the team we put out. Yes, talking of the result and the team we put out. Morning, Judy. How are you? Morning, Liam. Uh, 
Uh, morning, Callum again. A good win yesterday. It was a good selection for Enzo and Tom Cannon. Boom! That's what we ought to... Every time he scores, it's boom! Uh, game management does need to be... Uh, game management still needs sorting out. Can't see a game out. Correct. Uh, set pieces. We're going to come on to set pieces in a bit. Con, Tom Cameron, our new number nine. Is he our new number nine? Is he our new number nine? On that boat, oh, Mr. Six Hitters just sneaked in before I've been reading. Another game we got away with being second best. I want to say we were second best, Craig, but I sort of, I know where you come in, but it was very even. They could have gone two or three nil up after the first 10 minutes if it wasn't for the keeper making. We were, I would say we were slightly the better side because we, we were more clinical than they were. That's all. That's all I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna say. But yeah, I sort of agree with you um, on that point there, um, Matthew. Morning, Jeremy. Understand all the changes because there is too important. Yes, there is. But is the league or the cup more important? On that note, Reedy, league or cup more important? We all know what it's like going to Wembley, but is it more important this year? Uh, it's just easily the uh, the league, isn't it? Cups just a side, a side job, and hopefully you could get quite far into it. I'll get again, like you say. I I always say that I like to get a big a big team in the cup, but then you could get to the semi-finals quite easily if you keep getting the uh, easy fixtures. Well, not easy because no game's easy, but you well, know Chris what I mean. Bosley, Chris Bosley thought it was an easy win yesterday. No chance, no chance, no chance, hell. absolutely no chance. Morning, Andrew. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, even though I love the FA Cup, I think this year the league is more important. I'm going to come on to the FA Cup and who we want a bit later on. So we'll just we'll just think about that at the minute. Uh, Facebook user, just click on the link. That's all you have to um, do so I can see your name. Let's see what he says. Sorry, I've lost that. Um, saw game, solid. Saw game, sold out on LCFC.com. More fans would have bought a ticket given the opportunity. Yeah, but I don't think Millwall wanted that many Leicester fans going down, to be honest. Uh, Craig, hi, Jamie, and all Leicester fans, yes. Um, you know, here's a little stat. I'm not sure whether it's well known. I don't know. I only heard it myself this morning. Seven of that starting 11, Reedy, were, were born after 2000, the year 2000. Fair enough. I think they performed quite well, to be honest. They've been thrown into the breach a little bit. I mean, you had experience like Michael Brighton, um, Connor Cody, Connor Cody, you know, that was his 500th appearance yesterday. Mm -hmm. That was a yeah. decent, he's, he's played and some experience there, same as all Brighton. All Brighton must have played four or 500 games easily in his career. Um, but when you're first, oh, let's just bring John in so he can come in the arguments as well. Morning, Morning. Leon, how are you? Uh, really, when you first saw that team sheet yesterday with seven changes, what did you think? I honestly thought it was going to be a tough test because. No, not many of them players have played consistently. Um, for one, Connor Cody for me isn't hasn't been the player I thought he would be when he has come in. He's quite um, unstable, in my opinion. But there's a few players there like Albrighton always going to come in in these sort of games and and do the job. He, uh, you can't see what he does wrong. Obviously, getting the assist for Cassidy's goal, and then you've just got a load of kind of select players. But you just don't. You're always obviously off the bench or. Maybe start one one off games like a charity, but it, it again. I I wasn't too confident with the team put out because it, it, in the cup it, it is going to happen. But 
you never know what could happen in the game. And I'm just fortunate that we, we have gone through uh, very, very close. I mean, in our group chat, I did put, can I finish that like Vardy? And you thought it was a bit of a tapping and an easy goal, didn't you? But we'll come on to that in a minute. Jono, what did you think to the team news when you saw the team news? I must admit, at first I thought, yeah, that's that's a little bit worrying, that team. But he needs to give players winks, KDH, now indeed he's out. I know he's out for three months. He needed to uh, best of garden phase. We've constantly been playing minutes after minutes after minutes. He needed to give players a rest. And I don't think they let them down, let themselves down at all, do you? No, I thought I was really happy. It was gives a chance for players like Marcel, like Master One Highs or Brighton, to, to all these players to get game time, especially when you know Ndidi's injured, he's not going to AFCON. You know, so we need we need these, you know, Inacho's gone. We need these players to all play. And I thought it was a very good game. Yeah. And I, I wasn't I wasn't thinking we we're gonna get annihilated. I also it's not our strongest team, but it just shows that our second team can do can do the job if absolutely needed be. Yeah, like uh, Mr. Sixister says there, defence was awful. There was only one regular defence. No, well, Doyle's been out for three months, hasn't he? So, it was only really time, one, isn't it? Yeah, there was only one really regular defender that hadn't played together as a back four. Well, a back three, back four, whatever you want to call it. Um, it was a bit dodgy, though, weren't it, really? This I'm going to go on about set pieces to you, really, because... I know off the top of my head at least seven goals that were set pieces. I think there's a couple more. I know we've only conceded, I think, eight in the league, uh, 16, 17 in the league, and not so many in the cup as well. Probably 20 all season we've conceded, 21 all season. I think eight of them have come from set pieces, corners, and free kicks. It is it's difficult. It's difficult because obviously last year when we had Rogers and we brought that new set piece coach in. It felt like it changed in ways. We didn't concede as much. We didn't we didn't look like we were that much of a threat from that, as in like conceding loads. But again, it just shows that now we're defending better. We're conceding goals. We're more unable to defend like easily. Do you know what I mean? Like I say, we can defend out from the back quite well. But when it comes to set pieces, you've just got to make sure you're on your men. And obviously we're yeah. not doing that. So, and sometimes set pieces are unstoppable. You can't do that anything about them. Like I say, the free kicks against uh, Middlesbrough, you can't stop that, realistically. I mean, if you, so, think, if you think about... Go on, sorry, sorry, really. It, it, it's, it's just a hard one because, like I say, what can you do about some set pieces? Vestergaard can get on a man, but if he can't like beat his man to it, they're going to score him. Someone like Millwall, the amount of big big strong physical players they've got i'm not surprised they've scored two set pieces yeah well no i'm not actually at, where was that who was that where's that where was it i wasn't having a go i'm just literally pointing out something that could improve it's not been negative it's something that can improve from set places set places set pieces we've had this problem for two years now we don't yeah, have that set, we don't have that just, set piece coach anymore do we no he went it's just i'm not saying i'm not being negative I'm not being critical. I'm just something that we need to improve on. If half of our goals, which it roughly is half of our goals, have come from set pieces, we surely we need to improve on that, don't we, Jono? Well, we, I remember a certain time. We obviously, we let we let a set piece in every week, didn't we? Like in the Premier League, we'll just every time we got a set piece, we're like, here we go. Is one is 
we're going to get a goal down. We got that set piece, coach. We didn't concede any for ages. And it's sort of creeping in. I don't know if it's a Leicester City, you know, who, you know, who do that's just over us. We're always going to see some from set pieces. But I agree, agree with reading. Like, you're always going to concede for set pieces. But my worry is, is that it's not the conceding. It's the game management towards the end of games that we struggle with. The, the dark arts of football, keeping it in the corner, playing it down the wings and stuff like that. So, yeah, I totally understand that. We need to, the game management is another one, but that's experience. That is experience. Um, on yesterday's game, I honestly think City had to work really hard against a well-drilled Millwall team that causes problems. The first ten minutes, they could have had Millwall brokers down, and they could have had two or three goals easily in the first ten minutes. But the, where we won it was we were more clinical. I mean, when did we score the fifteenth, sixteenth minute, and then we scored just before half time? Even the third goal as well. There were all sorts of breakaway goals against the run of play. But all three were very different. I mean, that first goal was very... For me, it was great. It was very old school. It was a cross from the Brummy, uh, the Brummy Beckham, as people are calling him now, Mark Albrighton. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's been on, it's on social media at the minute. He's been called the Brummy Beckham. Even Mark McCrossy. Even um, Madison's tweeted about it. And it was an old school back post header. I love that. The second one was a breakaway goal with neat, intricate passes and a good good pass by Cassidy, which we'll come on to Cassidy later because I think he had a quite good Superb finish by Albrighton, uh, by um, Ricardo Pereira. Third one, absolutely stunning ball by Callum Doyle, which is what we've missing from his left foot, haven't we been reading? Stunning ball through. And it was, if you'd have been watching that 10 years ago, well, not even 10 years ago, five years ago, you could have thought that was Jamie Vardy, how he dragged it. If you'd seen a replay, you couldn't put a case saying, oh, that was Jamie Vardy or not. Because mm. the way he dragged it around the keeper, he took it a bit too wide, but he managed to finish it quite well. But I still think Millwall gave us a half-decent game reader yesterday, but we were more clinical, which we haven't been. That that was the that was the difference. I, I was I, I couldn't find a stream to watch it, so I was listening on the radio. And the first ten fifteen minutes of listening on the radio, it was all Millwall. It was shot after shot after shot being saved, and I didn't see the complete stats before I started watching the actual game on video. But f from what I heard, it was on they were on top. So I was very very worried. But then we. Ooh. When Cassidy scored, I was like, okay, fair enough. We, the we, stats the at the end of the game, the stats at the end of the game was 19 shots for Millwall, 13 shots for Leicester, 45% possession, uh, Millwall, and 55% possession for us. But we were more clinical. Yeah, and that, that is the main thing. And that's what we've been doing, in my opinion, recently. I was saying to you before that when, when we were not moaning, but we were saying that things could improve was when we weren't scoring too much, but we were just winning games. The last couple of months now, we have been scoring goals clean and being a bit more clinical. And we're winning games three, like two, three, one, or and, and it, it's, it's showing difference. And now maybe with a new whole team out, it's probably changed the momentum a bit and it's helped us, I don't know, because... Maybe it's helped us because, like I say, there's 11, or not 11 different players, but seven different players in it, and they still won the game. But it just shows that we can still be clinical with a team yeah. that's not exactly playing games every week. Maxine, I'm on about Vardy five years ago. If you'd seen that, you would have thought that was Vardy from five years ago. 
if you'd come out of a cup, if you'd been in hospital, been in a coma for five years and saw that, you'd have thought that's Jamie Vardy scoring a goal. No, maybe. Mate, I thought it was funny anyway. Jono's just. <laughs> um, I forgot what we're going on about now. Uh, ben Nelson, how Jono, like you say, you saw it yesterday. How do you think he performed yesterday? He's only not well. Like he's just signed his contract. Um, I thought it was good. Like I felt, you know, Doyle coming back from injury and him starting at the back as well could could have been very risky. You know, could have been. You know, as you said, they could have scored three goals, but I thought it had a really good game. You know, like, I think it gives some confidence knowing that he played in defence. Yes, we let two in, but, you know, it was just from a set piece. It wasn't like a defending error from him as such. So I thought, you know, it'd be good, good, good for his confidence and hopefully throughout the rest of the season he can get this sort of game time to improve more. Yeah, to me, I was watching it. And in the group chats, in, well, in a couple of the group chats I was in, I put... Really, I thought uh, Castellan Yunus in that first half had played quite well. And it was like the kiss of death of a commentator. Because in the second half, I don't think they played as well. I don't know if that's because Millwall stepped up the game. But I definitely thought it was Cassidy's in his top three games that he's played this year for us. Well, how many games has he played that's done decent? Well, oh. well he's, played, he's played 12 twelve or 13 games altogether. Um. I, 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 I'll give credit for him. He scored a goal. Um, you know my opinion on him. I don't think he's the quality we probably need. Um, and how many loans were out there yesterday? Obviously, you got Doyle, you got Cassidy, you got Atgun. There's a Definitely. few loan loanies out there, so it, it, it's good, it's good to see. But again, like like Craig Pearson says, I don't I, I don't rate him in my opinion. But good to see he gets a, a good performance in. Hopefully, it pushes him on. But and now with Ndidi out, it might be his spot to shine. But who's the other loan we've got? We've got four loans. For Tawu. For Tawu. Yeah. For Tawu. Tawu. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I thought Marcel was a little bit poor. Like whoever that Facebook used, he's, I know he's a, a bit ring rusty, hasn't played much. But I think there's a sign of a half decent player there. Um, with Cassidy, talks about him. Cannon, right. I think Everton have made a huge mistake letting him go. Are you rating him that highly? I think they've made it a huge mistake. When you look at who they've got, when Everton have got Calvert-Lewin, they've got um, Beto, and they've got, I can't remember the other striker is, and they've let her go, a young up-and-cut, he's only 20, and we wanted to sign him for £7.5 even though he was injured. We still wanted to sign him. Well, Everton wanted to go on loan to Preston again, but we mm. still wanted to sign him. I think he is, for seven and a half million, I think he's a snip. He's got pace on him. He can hold the ball up. He makes runs. I don't know, really, because you don't see him much on TV. You see him at the gate. You're, it's probably the first game you've missed for a long time yesterday, wasn't it, pal? A away game, anyway. Um, he makes the runs that you don't see in, on the ground, but you see on the TV. I'm not saying he's going to be the new Jamie Vardy or the new GOAT, even though you think Dakar's the new GOAT. Um, I think I'm not, I don't want to put pressure on him, but I think he will score goals for Leicester. I think he's got a, my coming in front of him. I quoted after the was it the Millwall game? I'm pretty sure yeah. which game, which one did he score two in? Which you know, I can't remember what game it was. It was at home. The last, the last which game last at home at home did Cannon score two? Huddersfield, New Year's Huddersfield. Day. 
that was it. After that, he scored that second. Um, I honestly thought he would probably be our main man, but it just shows you that at the start of the season we played with Vardy and Iheanacho. Yes, he might have scored a couple, but it just didn't look right. We brought in Daku, he started scoring goals for fun. Put ring in Canny, start scoring goals for fun. These two now can hopefully fight it out for that spot, top spot up front. But well, you think he scored three? The three goals he scored, he scored three very different goals. Hmm. One where he's a snapshot yep. in the first one of Huddersfield. Two, uh, the second one of Huddersfield, he ran through and he beat the co- uh, beat the keeper with a very composed uh, shot in the back of the net. And yesterday, where we rounded the keeper. So I think we've found a bit of a jewel. I don't want to put too much pressure on him. But All I'm going to say is it is the championship. You can't keep... You can't keep saying in the championship. Yes, you can, well, you can keep saying because we are in the championship, Jono. But he's scoring goals and confidence. Goals will breed confidence. Winning will breed confidence. That cup, the cup game yesterday, like I say, there were seven changes. It was a young team, but the whole confidence will be through the whole club with another win and next round of the cup. We're one step closer to Wembley. We are, yeah. And I like I like Tom Cannon. I think. Obviously, we're all used to Vardy and, you know, you have to compare him to Vardy because when Vardy retires, at the end, well, may not retire, but when he leaves us end of this season, we've got to find that new clinical striker. For the last few years, hold it's on, been... Hold on, Jono. Have you got the inside track? He's, he's definitely leaving it at the end of the season. Well, we've got one year left in his contract. He's 20, what old is he, 36? Yeah, well, I think he's 37, actually, I think. I'm not 100% sure on that. So, as a striker, 37 is pretty, you know, getting odd. He's not got the pace anymore. So, I think this is the time for Cannon to step up and probably show Everton that, you know, you should have kept me and gone with this running form. I don't think Dak is good enough to, to be our leading striker. Now, there was a comment here, uh, I don't know where it is, um, Cannon is a natural goal scorer, which I don't think Nacho is. I don't think Daka is. Let's get rid of that comment. Um, Daka's not a natural goal scorer. I'm having having you on that, mate. I am having you on that. No, he's not a natural goal scorer. Mm. Like Cannon looks more composed in front. Yes, Daka is a goal scorer. All I'm saying is we've never heard of this Cannon before we bought him. How many goals have Daka scored that have literally been on the goal line? Well, the last couple of weeks, yes, maybe so. If you've looked at his career, he scores goals for bloody fun in places. I know it's I know you could say different leagues, but this is the championship. I'm sorry. Well, it's I think Tom Cannon is a technically better levels. player than Daka. When Daka was at Leipzig, he was a better prospect than Haaland, his strike partner. Yes. But one we've got, got the better we've way. got the better striker, mate. One's gone, got one's gone that way, one's gone that way. Hey, I'm I'm not trying to I'm not trying to big up Dak. I'm just saying that this no up. one no one knew about this cannon before he came in. Yes, he scored some goals, but I no want one. to see this I want to see this consistently now. If no he gets is, in his team, he needs to score consistently. No one ever heard of uh, a certain Riyad Mahrez before he came into the team. Or Kante. Or Kante. Or no one had even heard of Jamie Vardy. Anyone yes, said, I oh, do yeah, know that. I knew about Jamie Vardy when he was playing for three didn't. No one did. No, no one, one did. did. I knew, I all I'm saying him. is, all I'm saying is, he needs, he needs to stop being consistent as well. Then, 
because well, like I say we, we were saying when Dak was in the last what six games straight and he was scoring a few goals, we we're saying that he needs to keep playing. Now Cannon's scoring a few goals. If he keeps playing and scoring, then fair enough. But if he stops scoring, but yeah, but not, we asked not... it. We asked it about Kalechi when he was playing. He wasn't scoring goals to so change him. So if Cannon stops scoring, they are not natural. They are not natural goal scorers. What Dak Cowell's and not natural. Are both not natural goal scorers. See, I I completely. They, they have to. If you if you look at Nacho and Dakar, you're gonna you're you're not gonna agree with me. I know Jono's probably agree with Jono. But the chances have to be made for Dakar and Nacho to score. With Tom Cannon, there was a lot of work to be done. That's right. Like, isn't that like Vardy as well? To be done with two of them three goals. Isn't that like Vardy as well though? Vardy barely has to, can really create chances. But did he, he used to, to though? On the, no. Three years ago. Yes, he, he did. Can't, he can't dribble. Vardy can not dribble. dribble. Well, oh, no, but what I'm saying is he has to be that last touch to go into the goal for me. He no, can't run, the goal he can't against run. West Brom when he went through in the Great Escape season. The goal against Chef Chef United in the last yeah, minute. Yeah, he was playing more against West Brom. He was playing more on the wing at that point. In the Premiership season. Nah, Vardy is, but Tom Cannon is a totally different kettle of fish. We've got a good young prospect there and the pressure is going to be on him to keep scoring goals now while he is the only striker we have got. Exactly. And if he, doesn't, if, he doesn't, if he doesn't keep scoring, we can't just be doing what we always do and just make, keep in mind until he will eventually score again. If he's not, not, not scoring and Dak is back in the, in the, in the fold, then I'm. I'm not. This is not me trying to say that I. I think Dak should be good because I. I do honestly think Cannon deserves a shot now. I was asking. I've been asking for it for months. But if he does stop scoring, like Hell was, we're, we're always asking for Dakar every week. Well, I honestly, think, I honestly think Cannon had been rested or looked after until this month because they knew Dakar. Yeah. They knew, especially when Vardy got injured as well, and when. Um, Nacho was. Oh, they were all going to go to the Afcon. I think they waited for him. That's yeah. why you haven't seen much of him until now. Uh, like Neil Birchner says, we'll move on quick before we move on to Neil's co um, comment. Man of the match. Everyone put in their comments yesterday. The man of the match because I don't think there was one outstanding player again. I think it was a team performance for for my liking. If anybody, I don't know. Ricky P worked his socks off, but I wouldn't quite say man of the match performance. I'm not sure. Man of the match. Cannon, because the way he took his goal. goal. Defence, you can't really give it the defence. Maybe the keeper, because he, he made some blinding saves in them first 10 minutes, even though his distribution wasn't good. Hamza, Patrick, I'm not quite sure about Hamza. He gave the ball away too much in my liking. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to Hamza. He always seems to do well for me when he is in the team and he never puts a foot wrong, in my opinion, anyway. So I'm, I'm giving it to Hamza. No, I can't. I can't give it Vescar because he's not on the team. So he might have done well off the bench, just giving a bit <laughs> of support. But yeah, what okay. Liam says, John. What about Liam? Liam says the same as me. Not sure myself. No one really stood out. I think it was an all-round good team performance. I, I think. I think everyone had. A, I think you know. Obviously, not everyone had a great game. Marcel didn't have a great game, but the standouts for me were Hamza, Cassaday, and Tom Cannon. Between, I can't choose between those three. I think those three. Overall, had a really good game. So, if anybody, I think I'd have to give it to Cannon because of his work rate. He held it up well. He brought people into the game, and the way he took his goal 
which was a simple tapping according to Reader. I don't know where he saw that goal. <laughs> oh, that was an easy goal to put in the back of the net. Bloody Ali, oh, I'm not sure. Yes, I, I could have done it. Eunice, Eunice could have done it as well. Uh, sorry, Eunice could have done it. Eunice did okay as well. Um, but just before we move on to next week's game, the normal question, win the next round of the Cup, which is Monday night at 10 to 8 before the Man U game. I think it's Man U, isn't it? Tomorrow night. Um we're ball number 13, unlucky for some. I hate being ball number 13. Who do people want? Who do people oh, want? Um, morning, George. How are you? Are you good? I hope that's my grandson saying that. I'm just replying back to him. Um, Fulham, home or away? We want a home draw, don't we? Reedy, I know you. I hate you when you talk about this because you want one of the big boys, don't you? You always want one of the big boys. Um <laughs> I will take I will take the winner of the Arsenal Liverpool game. Thank you. Oh, behave. <laughs> I want I want Maystone at home. I want Maystone, please. Even Maystone, oh, Maystone away. Oh no, because they've got that art, art, uh, synthetic pitch, haven't they? I didn't look. I want Maystone at Leicester City. Yeah, I think Maystone as well. Everyone's asking for the easy game. Give us Liverpool or Arsenal, and be happy with but, it. You, but well, hold on, Reedy. Hold on, hold on, Jono. I, I know what you're going to argue the same point. If you, I know people have said they want to concentrate on the league, but surely you want to go as far as you can in the cup so it gives people breaks. Surely you want to go as far as you can and only play the, the biggest team in the final, which yes. is my, my opinion. Of course, it'll be nice to get an easy team, keep going in the easy games, but for me, you have to play whoever comes against you and. If we don't beat Liverpool and they go and win it, you say fair play. So it'd be nice to get a it'd be nice to get a home draw, wouldn't it, Jono? Because we've had four away draws so far: three in the Carabao Cup and one in the FA Cup. Get a home game, go against an, a lower division team, League One or lower, play the same team again at home, no travelling, rest our big players. Happy days. Yeah. If we do get Liverpool or Man United, yeah, it'll go. be a good away day to to a bigger club. I'll, I'll take Man United. They're in the absolute shit show right now. We'll beat them. Reedy, we'll get destroyed by Manchester No, United. we will not. Yes, we will. No, we will Sheffield not. United at home. Talking of Sheffield United, looks like Danny Ward might be going there. On Please, do. Please do. I feel bad for Iverson going to Stoke and getting four slammed against him. And we'll only have two keepers. Ooh. Because Smith is, he's injured. So what's going to happen? He was injured when he got it, also. No, Alex Smith hasn't played. He's injured. He got injured in the summer. Well, the keeper we've got now and Hermanson. Simple. Yeah, but you always need a third one just in case. Oh, come on. No, we need... We've been no, asked, we, we, were asking to get rid of, we were asking to get rid of from five keepers anyway. So now Danny Ward, everyone wanted his head by the end of last season. Give, give, us United, give us United at home or away and I'll be happy. Let's go. We'll smash him. Yeah, Fatu anyway. will be on fire. Right, forget about that. We're going to move <laughs> on. I know Coventry is still a week away. Well, six days away. He's going to play the strongest team, isn't he? He's going to because he's rested them. He rested Winks, Vestergaard, Faze, KDH missed Huddersfield. He came on for the last 15, 20 minutes, I think it was yesterday. Um, McAteer, I think he's back training. Uh, there was someone else back training as well. I can't remember who it was. Two out. I think Pratt was back training, I think. Um, what changes, or will it just be what the team was against Huddersfield? Maybe with KDH coming in. 
Yeah. Um, I, I honestly think do, um, Dennis Pratt should be coming in in that Ndidi role. Instead he's, of out. he's out, yeah. Um, I think that's one big change. You've got obviously, um, did, didn't Chowdhury start against Huddersfield? Huddersfield, no, he was on the bench. Oh, okay, so yeah, again, other than putting Dennis Pratt in that, in that role, Will Alves, Will Alves was the one, not Dennis Pratt. Yeah, other than other, other than Dennis Pratt, it's just the same old 11. Oh, yeah, Mabadevi and Fatua did play yesterday as well, so they've had a game off. Uh, my, my lineup would be Hermanson, Justin, Ricardo, Vestergaard, Faze, Pratt, um, Dewsbury Hall, um, Mavadidi, Fataru, Tom Cannon. I forgot who the who, what's one in midfield? Winks. Did you say Winks? Yeah, Winks. That's it. Winks. I forgot about Winks. Yeah, that's, that's my Do team. You know again. what? Do you know what? Just thinking about it, I'd also have Doyle in there. I'd take out JJ and put Doyle in. Mainly because he had a good game yes, uh, yesterday, from my, in my opinion. And he obviously was at commentary last season, wasn't he? He was at commentary yes. last season. So, and he played he played brilliantly against them when we played him at home. So, I, I, I'd, li I'd like to see him in there. Yeah, yeah. So he, knows that, he knows that team. So, so the dogs were mad at the cats outside of here and he's screeching. They're fighting like cats and dogs at the minute. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about Dennis Prax. I think he might still be injured. I mean, I know I love a bit deep. Chowdhury go in that role? Who? Chowdhury, Hamza. Not in that no, role. No, not, not in, in that, that role. role. No, definitely not in that role. What's Peter um, saying to me about behave? Doyle. Well, I'm not I'm even going talk about transfer gossip because according to Maresca on his presser on Friday, they have got to sell before they can buy. So I'm not even because until people go for a price, we cannot buy anybody. Why don't we just let Iverson go to Stoke though, instead of being on loan? Or was he? Or was that? He might just be there to keep him up, help him keep him up. Yeah, and then see how he goes. But Moreska said in his pressure on Friday that we cannot buy anybody until we sell people. Which is a bit worrying because we've had that the last few years. That it's Rogers says it before we need to complete transformation. Didn't happen. We have to sell before we could buy, and the same thing's happening again. But do we really need to strengthen the squad, lads and lasses? Anybody in the comments? Where, if we could strengthen it, remember we haven't got any, we haven't got any positions in that squad. What are we going Winks. to do? Winks. Yeah. Gears replacement. Games. Gears replacement for Winks, and at the moment people were asking for a new striker, but I think with Dakar and I think with Dakar and Cannon now as the main two, hopefully they'll be the ones. To and Vardy, on to the end of the season. Vardy comes back. I, I think Tom Cannon Vardy for until Afcon ends. Then you have Inacho and Dakar coming back. I think yeah, a Winks replacement well, sorted, done. Yeah, I understand there. Sumer and Christiansen could try and offload them early, but they're not in the squad. They're not in the squad. They're not in the 25. They're out on loan. That won't make diddly squat to the squad. If we sell them, it doesn't mean we can move anybody in. Unless I know, I know Everson's gone, so there's one spot. Because uh, we're, we're we've only got 24 in our squad anyway, haven't we? Because of the under 21 of the academy players, you have to have five. I think we've only got four, I think it is. So there's but, a who, but who have we got in this 25-man squad that 
is like not going to be anywhere near the team. That's actually yeah, no, yeah. there's no one because we've probably seen all of them already in like different games. Like I say we saw probably half of them yesterday. So and half of them you'd probably say on in a game where you've got your full team out, they're good, good substitutions. So yeah. there's not that many that you'd probably say. I think, Mark, I agree, yeah. <laughs> Nacho's not at the best of time. Yes, I would try and sell him. But when he's injured, if he's injured in January, people are not going to buy him, unfortunately. Uh, according to Nick Moore, because Janssen's been poor. He started well, but he's been poor um, since he signed. Phil, the boss, do you think we need to make a couple of signings to ensure promotion? That's what we're just talking about, Phil. I don't... We've got to... Like I said, on his presser on Friday... We've got to sell before we can buy. It's all right saying, oh, yeah, loan them out, loan them out. But that will make spaces. But we haven't got the money, according to Matt. I, I don't think we need to sign anyone to stay to get promoted. I think it'd help us in the long run if we did get a replacement, for instance, Winks. Yeah, Scott, I understand that. It's it's not that we need to sell because of the wages. I'd sell Sumer and Christian. It cuts the wage bill. Yes, it still cuts. Well, yeah, some of it. Some of it's been paid by us and some of it's been paid, but that doesn't leave any spaces in the squad. No. That's the problem we're going to have. If we buy, we've got to have... Who are you going to... Jono, who would you drop out of that squad? If you brought someone in, who would you drop out of that squad? The only one I can think of. The only one I, the only one I can think of, Ian Atcher, and that's the only one. Yeah, I'm you know thinking... It. The question... I put this question in one of the group chats um, about Wilf. Wolf is allegedly out for three months, right? So that's March time. And end of March, that's when he comes back. Hmm. We'll probably have five, six games left, end of March. So you say cut so out Lindini and buy... we need him, then five or six games at the end of March. So it could take longer. Yeah. It could take longer. So I can see Wolf being left out. That's a good yeah. option because you're not kicking out the squad. He's just injured, so we can't use him. But then that's that's a player place player you can't if you put him in the squad. But if you if you cut Indeed out the squad, could you replace Indeedy out and put someone else in? Only if we sold somebody. That's the thing. Well, someone said Everton wants Maketeer or Souter. Actually, that's a good shout, Souter. We can sell him. Souter. Yeah. Souter, you mean? Souter. That's it. Souter. Is he now French? <laughs> Suta, <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> You'll get worse than me with your with your pronunciation. I am, I am. Yes, like Craig Pearson says, um, he agrees with me. It's often not often Craig agrees with me. He's out for the rest of the if he's out for the rest of the season, three or four months. And he's out of contract, isn't he? So yeah, he's out of contract as well. It's so like as much as, as much as you don't put him in your squad, if he's not wanting to sign a new contract, then why not? Because he doesn't obviously he's not showing commitment in a way. So let him take out the squad. And if he wants to if he wants to sign for us again, then obviously you will probably come straight back in when we go to the Premier League. If we go to the Premier League. Now, very last comment. Oh, where's it gone? There it is. Where's it gone? What are you it's looking about for? It. Where it is. Here it is. Now he's 21 goals away from 200. I've been wanting to score 200 for ages. But I just can't see it happening now. I really can't. No, I can't. If he'd had a decent season and he wanted five or six goals next year, then I think he'd have signed a new contract. But that's another story. Anyway. See, that's uh, mental, isn't it? 
He's only scored, he's not even scored 200 goals for us, but he's scored over 100 goals in what, the Premier League? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's he, just he scored, bonkers. He scored five in his first season in the Championship, 15 in his second season, the year we went up. So there's 20. And then he scored, how many has he got this year in the league? Five again in the league, is it? So he scored 25 Championship goals out of, I don't know, how, out of 179 goals altogether. Because remember, he doesn't play many Cup and League, and league Cup games, does he? No. Well, he does because he scores in every bloody round and then every single bloody... Well, he does now because he's last year he was and this year because he wasn't playing so much. Anyway. We've 28 done... goals is a long, is a long thing. Coventry game. I know it's a week away. It's the M69 derby. And I really I need to speak to you afterwards. Um, the M69 derby, it's about 20, what, three miles, is it, I think? 26 miles? I can't remember how far. Don't ask me. It's not, no, you're in geography. Don't get on very well, do you? Um, score lines. That's what I'm going to ask for. Six days away. What do you think score lines are going to be? 2-0 to Leicester. Confident. Straight in there. He's going for a 2-0 clean sheet. I'm not sure of a clean sheet. I'm not sure because commentary have started to come back and do well. 3-1, actually, 3-1 to Leicester. 2-1 or 3-1 no, to Leicester. No, you said 2-0. You said 2-0, Jono. You can't okay. change it. Once you put your bet down, you can't change it. Okay. 2-0 two, two to Leicester. Desmond. Yeah. I'm going to go for a Desmond as well. You're going to go for a 2 all, one all. A lot of people at this. Yeah. I'm going one for all. a 2-2 two, two because... I, I I watched I watched match today last night and there's some of the goals that Coventry scored against was it Oxford, mate? They sort of scored some screamers and they're not going to just sit down and just score no goals against us. I don't I don't think that. So yeah. I think it's going to be a two-two. And I'll take a two-two away. Yeah, nearly. nearly. Uh, hold on a minute. Um, I'm going to go for a draw as well. I want to win. Of course, I want to win, but a draw will be a good point against commentary that are playing a decent commentary are playing de uh, really well at the minute and they picked up results so yeah i'm going to go for a two-all draw um jono what did you say you said two nil didn't you i'm just going to check i'm just going to check coventry's yeah they've not lost in five games yeah well millwall haven't scored since they conceded three against i haven't conceded since they conceded three against us mm. and we banged three in so records are there to be broken we right just won everyone, but we've rested all our good players, and we've got another week left to prepare. So, but we don't know, know how commentary. We, I, we don't know commentary's team, do we? Unfortunately, but we'll sort that out through the week. Jono, cheers for joining me, and we'll see you again next week. Cheers, pal. See you later. Reedy, how the devil are you? Good. You enjoy that. Just, just seeing all the just seeing all the comments from me saying about Coventry playing against Oxford, which I get. Yes, they're you're in a lower league, but. Um, they're still scoring good goals, and they're, like I say, they're unbeaten in five. So I, I just can't see it being an easy game. I'll take it. I'll take a two-all and go yeah. back home against whoever it is in the. Is it Stoke at home or Ipswich? I, I think Ipswich. Well, Swans Swansea's been cancelled now, hasn't it? Because that's the uh, FA Cup day, the twenty seventh yes. of January. So that's been cancelled. Uh, that'll be played at another time, which is one less game for like injuries and stuff like that to clear, which is good news. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's which on the horizon on the 22nd as well. Mm -hmm. So all looking good. Locks is going for a 3 0. He can't stop, can he? Bloody hell. Yeah, that's fine. Confidence. Confidence. We need confidence. Not like your negativity reading. There's no and negativity here, mate. I'm just being honest. You're being honest. You're being honest. All right, I am, pal. I shall see you again soon, mate. Cheers for joining me.
There we go. Lads and lasses, I'm glad everyone's joined me. Once again, much appreciated for joining me on a Sunday morning. 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning when it's cold and wet after we've won against Millwall. Much appreciated. So it's ciao, ciao, adios, goodbye, arrivederci. There's the final whistle. Come on, you foxes. Thanks for watching Leicester Fan TV. Thanks to our sponsors, Everards, Follow Blinds, Fuck Up Eyes, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Nubian Cow, The Fox's Arms and Rainbows. Run by the fans, for the fans. Follow us on socials at Leicester Fan TV and visit LeicesterFanTV.com for all the latest news, views and... Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.